We'd like to thank this week's sponsor, Humans Were Here Records. Their artist TLB, a punk rock powerhouse from Chicago, has a killer new song streaming everywhere Tuesday, February 8th, called Fucked Up and Lonely. So mark your freaking calendars and get ready to party or cry or whatever your heart's going to make you do. Find out all about Humans We're Here and TLB by going to humanswerehere.com and following them on their socials at humans.were.here and at TLB Kicks Ass. Enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome, everybody, to another exhilarating episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry. Uh, boy, that Dude, was that was awesome, awesome, man. Like, so we've been doing this thing where we kind of like record the intros afterwards just because we like to get to the meat, like the, the meat and potatoes like real quick with these episodes. And holy crap, have we got an awesome episode for you guys. This, oh, man, I don't know. Like by the title, obviously, you know who's who's on. Settle your scores. Like, if you guys haven't looked up Settle Your Scores yet, like, holy shit, you're sleeping on one of the best bands in the pop punk industry right now. They are so incredible. And Christian is such an amazing dude. We had the honor of being able to, like, interview him and talk to him, get to know some of his uh, some of his ins and outs and, uh, you know, what he's into. <laughs> and basically, we're just hoping that uh, we're going to play D&D pretty soon together. Yeah, pretty much. So with that said, we're going to get uh, we're going to get going here. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, with the city never sleep and cities never sleep, people used to be like, you know, whenever I'd promote, they'd be like, "Oh, you're just copying that band," and it was, it's funny because I was like, "Oh, that we actually so different." Well, and not only that, but we actually were a band for like four years before them. <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, I, I guess we're we're the copiers, but that's cool. That's cool. I'm not gonna fight about it. I don't care. That's cool. <laughs> well, with that said, nah, everybody. Dude. Uh, we want to welcome Christian Fisher from Settle Your Scores. Christian, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thank you guys for having me and not um, voting me off the show because I'm really late. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it still might happen. This is usually right. like, a, like a survivor kind of kind of podcast. We can always vote you off the island. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, all right, Pat, why don't you go ahead and take us in and let's get this show on the friggin' road. Cool. So um, if you haven't watched our, not watched or listened to the show yet, um, you know, we kind of go about the same, same sort of stuff as uh, most other podcasts do. You know, we'll ask you stuff about the band. We're definitely going to do a lot more generalized, like big picture stuff and not just about like your new album retrofit and things like that. Dude, whatever you guys want, throw it at me. I'm down. Let's go. Cool. Cool. So. Like I said, we like to start off the, these off with some history behind the band, which is pretty common with most interviews, uh, I'd say. And, you know, but we're going to try and kick it up a notch a little. With that being said, according to your website and most other thing I've seen, I, I've seen uh, which is incredible, by the way, that Cellular Scores began in 2015. However, you started making posts for the band in about November of 2014. Did you guys have like commitment issues early on, or are you just ashamed of the year 2014? <laughs> 2014. So that was when um, the way we formed was. Um, oh, wait, I don't get it. What's funny? Oh, we're, we're, we're just asking if you had commitment issues. 
Oh, no. I, I don't know if we cut out or not. I, but, we uh, might have. Man, what did that suck if we cut out? <laughs> I was just trying to be, I was trying to ask to the question kind of funny, but that's why he's laughing. Oh, I feel like I like missed half of that. Okay, so. I think you probably did. <laughs> that's um, all right. Basically, we're a Craigslist band. So Ricky and Caleb from our band now, so do your scores. They were in a band called Radio Rescue um, that kind of, they didn't like disband, but like everybody like went off and grew up and did like big boy, big girl jobs. Sure. Um, And so they were like, well, we have all this dope pop punk. So they posted a couple of our songs from the wilderness on Craigslist demos that didn't have Mm -hmm. vocals. Um, so I saw their demos on Craigslist. I was looking for bands at the time. I was trying to join like a radio rock, like breaking Benjamin sounding kind of band, I guess okay. at the mm-hmm. time. And then I, I liked pop punk, but I wasn't like, you know, looking to be a pop punk singer. I liked screaming and I liked, you know, like more mainstream, like rock and like heavy stuff. Okay. Um, so I heard the demos and I was like, this is sweet. Like, I want to, I want to be in this band. And so I did an audition and so I guess, I think that was 2014 now that I'm thinking back. So mm-hmm. around like 2014, we all kind of met up. Um, there was a bass player at the time that actually quit. We got a new bass player, Jeff, our bass player now. And then we have Pat, the guitarist. Um, so yeah, it was actually a Craigslist band. So we formed 2014. I guess we kind of started releasing music 2015, 2016. So gotcha. that might be why the, the timeline seems a little bit weird. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so you're telling us there, there was no commitment issues and everything's kosher and above water. Oh, dude, absolutely. <laughs> I'm committed to this band. Dude, I, I drive like two hours to practice and two hours home like every Sunday. That's wild. Practice. That's awesome. Commitment issues, it's the issue that I'm too committed. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, man, I feel that hard. <laughs> too much loyalty. <laughs> that's, so that's wild, though, that how you guys kind of got started with that. I, I've never heard of anybody posting like music on craigslist really or anything like Wait, that. Really? I, I i guess no I, well i i never really went on craigslist sure you know, like i mean like if that's not like the casual way. encounters you know <laughs> i was gonna say i saw you by the be, stairs <laughs> there's definitely i was definitely hesitant but like i forget like one of my buddies said like yeah man like if you look on like craigslist personals they have like band auditions and stuff and i was like okay yeah. sweet that's and i did i actually i went to a couple other auditions and like the other bands just either totally said like yo you fucking suck or like they're just like oh we're going with someone else and then <laughs> obviously well, they're kicking maybe maybe now. that was maybe that was the reason they didn't want to announce in 2014 is because he sucked in 2014 <laughs> and then in 2015 Honestly, he was just automatically good. I, yeah that was i'm pretty sure that's the reason our original bass player left is he did not like my vocals because really that's wild. as soon as yeah we were all the fucking tea stuff. let's go <laughs> i was gonna say commitment issues was probably just caused by like me not being a good singer like honestly <laughs> he was he was gone like as soon been as he there. was starting to record stuff been there i'm still there i still suck <laughs> dude same <laughs> dude, <fuck it>. <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh <laughs> no it's a you know we i think we've all been there i'm definitely there and have been there a lot my like i have friends that are always like why are you still trying to sing and i'm like i don't know <laughs> keyword trying comparatively speaking though you guys are far superior vocalists than i oh that isn't true <laughs> you're oh. a great vocalist hey oh come on you know okay so the thing the thing that always gets me when people 
like people know I'm in a band and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't think I'm the singer because I don't know. I guess like if you're a singer, you're supposed to be like really confident and like really like, hey, dude, like I'm, I'm a singer. <laughs> I don't do that at all. Like I don't talk about the Bear band does. unless people ask me. <laughs> and like, but people, whenever they hear that I'm like I'm a singer in a band, the first thing like instinctively is can you sing something right now? And I'm like, dude, no, like what, I'm going to belt amazing grace. Like right now, at like Denny's, like, no. <laughs> I, I agree. pull out some I'm of them hymns chill. real quick. I get that all the time. I get <laughs> yeah. that very often. Every I time. hate that. It, it's the fail. worst. Or if someone's like, Hey, are you in a band? And I'm like, yes. They're like, can I play triangle for your band? Yeah. It's yeah. like, that is every like the go-to. Like, like, no, I'm sorry. We're actually holding really recorder auditions. like Uh, like we've never heard that before oh dude my thing is like my thing is like i think it's kind of funny but it's it's overused (laughs) i love it when like people will hear your sound or hear your music and because they don't listen to like the genre that you play they equate you to the most similar thing they can think of and it's like i've had like people like oh man i love your band you remind me of steely dan i'm like what the what? Oh, that's yeah. That's not. Even <laughs> that's close. not true. Like, oh, that's <laughs> have you like, actually <laughs> been compared to Steely Dan before? <laughs> I have been compared to Steely <laughs> Dan. <laughs> I'm like, uh, which part? You guys like, well, you guys are really poppy. Like, <laughs> like poppy. Like, or like when everybody's like, oh man, you remind me of Green, uh, like a Green Day or Blink. I'm like, let me guess, Green Day or Blink is the only punk band you've ever yeah. listened to, isn't it? I mean, like, <laughs> that's all. That's the all one, I ever hear. The one I always get is, man, I would have loved your band in like sixth grade. And it's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> sweet. <laughs> like, now, what you, a roast. Like, do we suck? Like, like <laughs> is it good music? Did like, you have daddy years, issues like, in sixth grade? Well, like, know. well, like, so you only liked this genre of music in sixth grade or you, or you would have liked this because you don't know shit when you're in sixth grade. <laughs> right, like, this isn't died. a compliment. This is This is making me like, Self-deprecate, like this is not okay. <laughs> I have well, confidence in you. I'm glad now. you guys relate, though. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like you were you were talking about like uh, people like equate it to like a certain. I feel like people always when they hear us, they say like Blink or like a Dater because like those bands are like huge. You know what I mean? That's right. like what a lot of people get exposed yeah. to with that style. They're not used to it. <laughs> But that's that's Steely Dan. Never, I've never heard Steely Dan. That's why I've, I've heard it. Once. <laughs> yeah, Borderline heard still it once. think he's lying. No, so. I've, I've <laughs> I think heard it cool. once, but only I once. Normally, eyes, I get. He's normally, I'll get like, uh, like, uh, oh, you remind me of Neck Deep. I'm like, man, you don't. Get I don't too hear, much, do you? Yeah, I guess <laughs> Neck not. Deep is much. I, I would say Neck Deep is closer than Steely Dan. Oh, for oh, far definitely not the same at all. Farkless, but I'm just like it's like I'm sure every like heavy band, right? Like has been oh, compared yeah. to Metallica. Metallica. Yeah, yeah you're just like, both. oh, dude, you sound like Metallica. <laughs> no, we fucking yeah. don't. <laughs> I like yeah, the way you we had got your... guitars. It's dope. <laughs> it's like it's like someone who doesn't know fucking heavy shit is like comparing Spirit Box to Metallica. I'm like, first off, mm. no, no. <laughs> like, no, it's not how that works. But that's okay. Whatever. Glad you listened. <laughs> that's funny as hell. Fuck. All right. Back on track. You released your debut EP, Settle Your Scores, in January of 2015, <laughs> with which all of those songs made it to your full-length album, The Wilderness, which you released a year later. 
The track How to Screw Up Your Future and Disappoint Your Loved Ones blew up off that record and was never even released as a single. Can you walk us through like how that happened? So we always joke about how to screw up because like you said, it was not anticipated to be like a standout track. Like it, I mean, you know, it's a good, a good it's song Fox, for sure. Oh, it's, it's straight great. Fox. That gave me so much wood hearing you guys say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can hear this, but my dick just hit the table. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that song, it, it's, it's one of my personal favorites on the album but like i didn't see it as like a, it's not catchy it's not um you can agree to disagree you know like there's, there. there's there's much well there's way catchier songs like right thought, like if uh, you were to like pick it apart and, you'd be like that one wouldn't be the one that i would no. think would be the hit and the title is long as shit too like it's just like everything about that song is not meant to be like marketable <laughs> yeah. or like the biggest you know what I mean? I mean, it's 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 a really fun song to play live. That's actually one of my favorites to perform. Um, but we anticipated like Worst Intentions or basically the three EP songs. We thought those were going to be the standouts, like in terms of like popularity and in terms of, um, you know, getting the band's name out there because they were the catchiest and they were the most yeah. accessible. But How to Screw Up just got really lucky. Um, mm. That song in particular got on, uh, I don't like two or three like really big Spotify playlist. And we don't know how the fuck we got on there. Like we didn't pay any money. We didn't talk to anybody. We had no management at the time. We just got really lucky. It got put onto like pop punk workout and like um, the pop punk's not like the big ones where we Mm -hmm. were like, how the hell did we land this? And then it stayed on those for a long time. So like our album just like got out there because of Spotify's algorithm just being really generous. Like we got lucky. Um, You're not the first person on this podcast that we've had as a guest though to say that like, like it's been luck and, and it's luck dude. And it's hard. It's hard because you're like sitting here, like we're trying to develop a community of people who are like genuinely trying to take their career seriously and, and we sure, love dude. it. We're passionate about it. We ourselves are in our own bands and are trying to take it like, like it's something that we want to do. But when you sit here and tell them that luck has something to do with it, it's hard. And honestly, it's like a little heartbreaking because then you go, I have never been lucky. You know, it's like, I, <laughs> right. like I, I've ne- it's well, I mean, never had happened we, for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the thing is, I mean, underneath the luck of just like Spotify being really like, yo, hey. It, I mean, we were, I mean, we still still got to work your ass off. Oh yeah. Our asses. Like mm-hmm. we all had full-time jobs. Like we paid out of pocket for everything yep. for like the mm-hmm. first few years. Like it, it, I mean, saying like Spotify, like blew us up. That's, I mean, it helped, but for we sure. definitely grinded our asses off. Mm-hmm. We tore it's, our asses It's all off. about like, getting to that point where that yeah. actually does help. Cause like, let's be honest, if Spotify were to throw you on a playlist and your song sucked, like if like miraculously, right? The algorithm fucked up, and all of a sudden your yeah. shitty song is on. It's still not going to do well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so you have to still right. put that hard work, dedication, and everybody out there listening is sick and tired of this this fucking hill that I'm going to die on. But like, get your production like set, get a good song, like make it fucking great, and then when that luck, quote unquote, hits, it's actually going to do something for you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you said the production thing too. Cause that's actually a hill that I've literally been like rotting away on. Like if we're talking dying on a hill, like yeah. audio production for your music 
first impressions with music now are more important than the content itself. It's literally everything. It's crazy. It's, it feels like it's backwards, right? It used to be the other way around. It used to be able to get, just get shit out there because not a whole lot of people could do it. But now that everybody has access to it, which is a great thing, it's Mm got to fucking stand out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If you try and go out there with a track that's, you know, could be great, could be awesome. But if it sounds like, you know, an original like Misfits song, recording wise, no one's going to listen to it. And I love right. the Misfits, but mm-hmm. it's some of the worst recording I've ever yeah, heard. That shit can't fly <laughs> just now. one microphone no. in the room, basically. Yeah. It's hard. You know? Hard, and so if right. you're kind of, if, you, if you're trying to take your band seriously and you're going to go out there with a, with a track that's got one microphone hanging in a room, yeah. you know, <laughs> you better be fucking good. No one's going to fucking listen to it. <laughs> well, that said with like, uh, with like hard work and dedication, being on that same track, you guys were able to play Warp Tour before they officially called it quits. Not only were you on Warp Tour, but you were also able to play the main stage. How was that experience for you? And what kind of impact did that leave? Because like you got people like me, you got people like Pat and our listeners who unfortunately will never be able to play Warp Tour again or at all. Dude. I never played Warp Tour. So like, what was that so, fucking like? So we did, um, it was like for all the bands that remember Warp Tour, the Ernie Ball, it was like an Ernie Ball Warp Tour contest where like yeah. you basically just spam the fuck out of a link and if people like come on and like comment on your music and like interact with you you get points that add towards like if you win you get on warp tour like for a day yep so we won our local cincinnati date um and it was really really i had actually never been to warp tour ever oh wow and i yeah so i was like holy shit i'm going to warp tour but i like i'm playing warp tour i'm like (laughs) damn it was first just being there in general was like, I was so like, whoa, this is freaking cool. But then it's like, whoa, shit, I got to play. Like, I'm scared. Yeah. So we did it. You mentioned the main stage, which that was in the freaking contract rules is like, if you win the contest, you get to play main stage, dude. So we show up, we're all like, like all hype. We have our instruments, like our freaking uh, cabs were like on wheels. Like it was so hot like yep. 90 to like a hundred degrees. Um, the cab wheels were actually melting on the fucking yep. pavement. So yep. we were like dragging like full cabs. Um, and so we get to the little tent. It's like, Hey, report to this tent. You got to check in and like get all your stuff set up. And we we're like, okay, cool. So we get there and they're like, Hey guys, um, funny story about main stage. You're not actually playing main stage. You're playing the small, I think it was like Poseidon stage, okay. which, we didn't care. I mean, it, it's warped tour, dude. Like you get to literally play warped. I don't know. I yeah. thought it was awesome. So we weren't on main. We actually got moved to like the Poseidon stage. Um, and like, actually the set itself, I don't remember any of it. I think I like blacked out. Cause I was just so <laughs> adrenaline, like so hyped. Yeah. Cause like I, I was on hyped like, and hot. first of all, it was like one of the <laughs> biggest stages I've ever been on. Like I, we usually played like, you know, local venues and um, we had toured, but it was never like a stage stage yeah, where like right. you're the band, you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. We were just touring. Um, and so we're like, you know, we start up everybody. The cool thing about the stage was um, coming in. That was like where the line fed through, like when you got entry. So it was like right by the entrance. So Very a decent cool. amount of people actually stopped and were like, whoa, who are these guys? Um, and the thing I remember most, because like I like straight up like blacked out. I was like so freaking nervous and like so hype. 
but I remember seeing in the crowd there was a guy dressed as Waldo from like Where's Waldo. Yep. I fucking remember that. Dude, and there's like a picture. I, I think my it was like my maybe my dad took it. Uh, you can see Waldo in like every photo of us at that show. It's actually really funny. <laughs> That's awesome. He's just like chilling, like rocking out. It was so dude. Cool. There was a guy who dressed up as Waldo almost every single year that I can remember. That, that it was fucking awesome, and it wasn't even the same guy. Like it just became a thing to dress up as Waldo. It was a meme, dude. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> the OG meme. <laughs> the original Pat. Waldo. Pat, take Yo. this next one because you did you did the research on it. this, and I want I you did to it. take this next one. I did it. I was going to do it. it. I was I going to take for it. it. So you you recently released Retrofit, which which is a fucking banger, um, and your first release off of Mutant League Records. So, of every song that you've released to date, which song would you say is your favorite, and why? Dude, that's really hard. I know. So, like, I have I have I have have favorites that like I really like to sing, like where I'm like, man, this is so fun to perform. And then I have favorites where it's like, I just like listening to it because I can't really sing it that well in person. So like (laughs) um, favorite, I mean, one of my favorites to perform, we kind of talked about it earlier is how to screw up from the wilderness. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know something about that song. It just resonates with me. Ricky wrote it, you know, back before he even met, you know, me or half our bandmates, but um it just it's it's such a like fun song to just like scream and like just get out there with but um if we're talking like like recording quality and like what i just like like to listen to if i do listen to our music i really like um the way things used to be from retrofit Mm um something about that song like the first time i heard it i was basically crying (laughs) like i don't know ricky just wrote a really really good song with that and it just makes me think of you know kind of the theme of retrofit, just like nostalgia yeah. and, you know, how growing up affects you. I don't know. Emotionally, it just... It yeah, and you know what? It. Like, <laughs> I, I've gotten tired of the whole, like, oh, man, you listen to your own music? It's like, dude, Who when I'm listening to the Every music... Every once in a while. Like, even I though, always do. Like, even though say, I'm dude. the vocalist or some shit, like, it's more than just me. Like, I, I'm not the only one that, like, wrote the fucking song. So like when oh, I'm I hearing out it, other people's parts for sure. I'm yeah, like, oh. when I'm hearing, I'm like, dude, Alec put like Alec put his fucking work in on this one. Victor put his fucking work in on this one. Like, right? And they made it. You know, like I'm just a fucking singer. Like that's all I do. Like right. these guys made a fucking beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like, fuck the people who are like, oh, you listen to your own music. I'm like, no, I'm listening to my band, man. I'm listening to like the emotional like side of what it's like to be with these dudes. <laughs> It's very true. Yeah, I I I don't do it like super super often, but like the thing also is when we were recording, like I would listen to the songs like every single day to see if there's any like mixed notes or any right. edits that we had to make. So it's like, yeah, dude, of course I'll listen to them. Like like you said, it's art. It's like there's also like a a nostalgia factor to like listening to music that you and your band wrote, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or that you guys used to perform. Like listening to um, our first album reminds me of touring on those songs. Right. And like, yeah. I don't know, that's like a really special place in the heart. You know what I mean? Like songs that you performed with your, with your pals. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. So with that said, your cat's really cute, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, her, name, I was, her name is Benny. She just kind of joined. And, I was uh, actually going to say, I think this is the first time <laughs> I've seen you not be like, get out of here, kitty. Well, like, like I can't disrupt. Cat. I can't disrupt the podcast, so like the show must go on. So here's here's my kitty. My, my kitty's name is Benny. Uh, we named we, we named her after Benny and the Jets. So 
That she's, is sick. She's pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah. Oh my god, I love your music. You sound like Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> And Steely Dan. <laughs> Steely Dan. Oh my God, you're so eclectic. <laughs> I actually learned. That's really funny. You brought that up. I learned. Um, you learned that riff. riff. It's actually so way simpler than I thought it. Was. I was like, yeah. oh, but then he it's like crazy. shreds like a thirty second solo, and then I was like, I give up. I yeah, you're like, okay, well, you know what? Steely Dan did it. And call I don't it a day. <laughs> I got that one part, I guess. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, what are some bits of advice that you wish you had? Uh, when you were starting off in music that you can give to the people listening right now. For sure. Um, Which is my mom. One, <laughs> hi, mom. Um, <laughs> first one is, um, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of bands, they take themselves like way too seriously, uh, like all the time, whether they're just starting or whether they're like, just like have fun, like work really hard, but have fun. There's bands that like, they literally, I don't know. They have like the image of like, if we make like a joke, like we'll never be taken seriously. It's like, dude, yeah. like everyone's in this just having fun. I don't know. There's just bands that take themselves too seriously and they try to be like gimmicky right off the bat. It's like, just make good music and like just have make fun. Good music and have fun doing it. And I but, hope, uh, I hope you guys listening too have uh, kind of seen a recurring, reoccurring theme. So we asked this question a lot from, uh, for our, for our guests because we like to be able to pick our, pick your brain and we like to uh, be able to help the people who are listening to if they're in a band that they're trying to do it like we like to give right. them like feed them the fucking food straight from the source you know what i'm saying like <laughs> and we've had like a very similar theme where it's like do what you love keep it fun right and do it well you know like that's do it well part i was gonna follow up and be like there's like a fine line between like humor and like fun and then but also being like genuinely focused i don't yeah. know there's a lot of bands that go too fun you know what i mean they're mm -hmm. like why aren't we blowing up it's like dude you guys are just like joking around all the time like there's no business aspect to your band like there mm -hmm. has to be some business in there too right but if you're too focused on business and too focused on like image i don't know i feel like have you ever heard of away. Uh, you ever heard of the band dead bundy no, but that sounds gnarly. It's they're awesome. fucking awesome. They're fucking awesome. We were, we had the pleasure of being able to interview them on this pro, on this podcast, and they their whole the, it's fucking awesome. Like we have their, one of the songs, like they, they found their mom on OnlyFans. Like they're not a joke <laughs> band, but they're really funny. Like it's yeah. a funny band, like, like Bro Job, dude. Give you yeah, a Bro Job. Yes, it's it's <laughs> it's similar, but like they're um they're pop punk and they're really fun. And yeah. like, even the podcast was fucking hilarious. Like it was straight <laughs> up everything you'd think from this band. But then when we got down to it, we're like, well, you're, you know, obviously you're having fun. You're not taking yourself too seriously, but do you still work at it as a business? And they're like, one, you have to 100% is it doesn't just like happen. So no, I do. Thank you so much for that. Like, again, just reassurance affirmation and anybody out there listening, if you're trying to do this, this, this is fucking gold. Like, like it's fucking gold. Like you can't go wrong with it. So if you're ever having like, Hey, I don't know if we're having too much fun or not, or whatever, they just fuck off. Listen to the podcast. Right. <laughs> listen to, listen you to what listen these guys to are us. saying. We know. We, <laughs> don't even listen to me or Pat. Things. Listen to fucking Christian. Right. Like yeah, listen to, listen to the, the guests. To like we don't, no, we don't fucking know shit. Our bands are nowhere. <laughs> like we don't that's know not what we're fucking doing. You guys slap. Thanks, man. Well, you haven't even heard of my band, so go fuck yourself. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. Are you dead, Bundy? <laughs> no. 
I wish he was dead. He's like just throwing himself out there. He's like, you ever heard of this band? They all they're fucking sick. Are you in that band? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we'll be back after this commercial break. Hey, everybody, we'd like to take a second to thank today's sponsor. Hashtag Lame Ass Dads is a pop punk band from nowhere, Ohio, whose members are, well, Lame Ass Dads. The band formed in early 2021 when two friends, Ryan and Andy, decided they still had some gas in the tank for songwriting and creating. Now, in their late 30s, with real job families and responsibilities, they realized they still needed an outlet to get their adult angst out. For fans of Blink-182, Bad Religion, MXPX, and The Descendants, their debut album, Greetings from Nowhere, Ohio, is out now. Their song, We Wish You a Lame-Ass Christmas, is out now. Stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, Amazon Music, or anywhere else you stream music. As well as Unside Pop Punks, A Very Pop Punk Christmas, Volume 1. Give them a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at LameAssDads. You can also head over to LameAssDads.com to learn more about the band and get connected to all things lame and we're back and we got christian <laughs> fisher here from uh, settle your scores again christian we really want to thank you for being here you're dope settle your scores is dope i don't know if kids still use dope but i'm gonna fucking say it i don't give a shit um, i say dope all the time <laughs> thank, thank you, you guys I'm not, for I'm having not alone so we got a couple we have two segments here for you uh the Studies. first segment is called obscure question segment all right. Oh, good. Oh, so, yeah. This, this is where it gets really interesting. Yeah. Now, we, now we're just kind of like we've we we're leaving the music questions. We're gonna we're just gonna you know just ask you questions. Yeah, man. Because you've been you've been asked these questions before. You've been asked when how, what was it like you know to have your single release. So you've been asked what it was like to be on Warp Tour. We fucking get it. Let's get to some nitty gritty shit. Yeah, grit <laughs> me up, dude. All right, <laughs> grit me up, dude. That's my next tattoo. That is my next tattoo. This first you stole question, my idea. This first question is an important question. Now, um, if we were going to start a game of Dungeons and Dragons, like right now, what would your race and class be? I would play the character that I have planned right now. It's his name is Felix Moonborn. He's a moon elf sorcerer. But the gimmick with him is he looks like a trap anime character. So he's, he looks like a woman. So there you right go. On. That's my favorite. Being like a lover it. of nerd culture, dressing up as Austin Powers for a comic convention, and a pirate for Renaissance Fair, you started a dice company with a friend called uh, Durandal Dice a couple of years back. What made you want to start doing that? So, dude, growing up... Um, my dad actually he was like really into like dungeons and dragons like he had like the digital games on like floppy disk and stuff so he would play them on computer and my brother and i would just like watch and i just i don't know dude i got like fascinated by it and i something started, about watching someone good at video games right exactly he <laughs> was like i suck, he was but like i'll watch slaying. You. oh he was slaying so <laughs> Uh, you know, stuff like Lord of the Rings came out when I was a kid. So I always thought that just like high fantasy stuff was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, went through high school, you know, I was pretty nerdy. Like I played video games and stuff and like was in bands, but like, I wasn't super into like tabletop games or D and D or anything like that. Yeah. Like I knew what it was and I thought it was cool. And I had played like video games, but I never actually played the tabletop. Um, and then one of my buddies, while we were working together, you know, once we got like, 
out of school and like got jobs and life started sucking. Um, (laughs) he, he was like, he was like, dude, like, why don't we just like play a campaign of D and D? Like it can't be that hard. And I was like, actually that sounds pretty sweet. And then we just got a group of people. Like there were three or four other people that got involved and we started playing. And as soon as we started playing, dude, like, totally addicted like i love D. it's one Hell of my yeah. favorite things on the planet oh yeah well if um, we ever meet in person you're gonna have to teach me because i've never played D&D. i've i've been meaning to to start playing again i used to play in high school and uh i have oh, yeah. a friend that's been like wanting to play for the past like year and you i should just, do it dude i want to <laughs> i just don't <laughs> i have no good excuse it's fun hell yeah pat take well, the last question my my oh, nope. oh wait he, sorry fucking zoom <laughs> go ahead <laughs> oh i was just gonna say like do it dude just do it like that was it no you're fine <laughs> pat you heard it there straight from the source just do it yeah he and he even said he like why don't you character. why don't i was gonna say dude like let's quest i'll be in your party i don't care let's go well, let's, let's do it let's do i'm it. in bear right. we'll get you started too thank you thank you i just want to thank Heck y'all um, i want to thank god really <laughs> he's always there yeah it's helping me get through the D. <laughs> all right so this this last this last question then um for this segment just you know i just want to i really want to know because i want to know where i can find it um is it true that you started writing a fantasy novel uh and what is it about and how is it going so I, this was like peak COVID, dude. Um, I've always actually really liked writing like not like novels and like short story type stuff. Like I've always kind of going back to like that high fantasy thing. Like I've always just found those stories to be like awesome and like epic. And I was really good at writing. Like I took a creative writing course in college and the teacher was like, you should switch your major to creative writing. And I was like, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> I want to be in a band. Business, so, no but like, I always loved writing. Basically, yeah, it was basically <laughs> like, I have a lot more interests. And, but like, I've always loved writing. It's always fun to like create and like come up with like characters and stories and like landscapes and stuff. Yeah. But I did, awesome. I started typing a novel. I got like one chapter done and then like my life got super busy and I just yeah. like stopped writing it. But it's still there. The That's concept awesome. is basically, it's like a, it's basically like a a band of like dragon riders um like dragons are like outlawed in the land like dragons are like too dangerous man we got to get rid of every dragon kind of like a conservationist theme of like saving the animals but they kill every dragon there's like a dragon left it's it's nuts dude if i ever write it again i'll definitely send it to you guys yes please Basically, there's like vampires and demons and oh, dragons, yeah. and it's really cool. Fuck yeah. And the name of the, the dragon riders, they're called the Hell Singers. I don't know why I just named them the Hell Singers, but it just sounded cool. I think because of like Alucard Hellsing, the anime. But I don't know. There you go. That's pretty right, awesome. That sounds awesome. I fucking Sick. love it. All right. We're going to move on to our final segment. And this final segment is called round. Rapid Fire Questions. I'm just Shoot from the hip, man. Answered how it, it's like it's like word association. We ask you the questions, you just boom, done. Okay, just feel it in your heart. Uh, I, I feel like I'm going to give away some weird information. Okay, it's go. possible. All right, you ready? Yes. All right. Pizza or tacos? Taco pizza. Okay. Saved by the Bell or Boy Meets World? Boy Meets World. Mortal Easy. Kombat or Street Fighter? Mortal Kombat. Dogs or cats? 
dogs. Oh, as you hold your cat, that's hard to answer. It's all right. It's okay. I'm, a dog, I'm a dog person too. <laughs> pudding or Jello? Pudding, I think. Uh, yeah, pudding. <laughs> Day or night person? Um, night. I think. Yeah. Is that out of necessity, or is that like uh, just out of uh, you know? I just uh, think what the you moon do? is really cool. Like I just like the moon. Dude, right now, my, girl, my girlfriend <laughs> turned into the fucking moon, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Avatar reference. All right, Fallout Boy oh, yeah. or My Chemical Romance? Oh, dude, that's actually really hard. Uh, Just feel it. What's in your heart? Uh, my Chem. That's fair. So, I like it. Well, you did cool, it, man. man. That's it. You did it. That was it. That that's was the podcast. Way, that was hard. That was <laughs> no, hard. Uh, I think you could that last that question. For me. Oh, hello. Hello. No, I just because my chem, they're both so iconic. Like my chem, they have like that like whole like darkness vibe. You know, like Fall Out Boy, some of their songs, dude, like they have like chart toppers, but like so did my chem. It's like, how do you compare them? But they're both so different, but they're both the same. I don't know. All right, man. Well, with that closing out, uh, we ask you to plug your band, plug your brand, plug who you are, where we can find you. Just Brag the shit out yourself, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Damn, if you guys couldn't hear the dab, I dab. Um, <laughs> so you guys know the band Settle Your Scores. We have a new album called Retrofit. Just check it out. We have videos on YouTube. We have the music everywhere, every streaming service you could possibly think of. Um, the Dice Company you mentioned before, um, we actually kind of rebranded. We're not just doing Dice anymore. Um, instead of Durandal dice, it's called Stormcraft Woodworks. So if you're looking for handmade, um, dice trays, um, tabletop, like just anything wooden that has to do with like tabletop gaming, excuse me, we're making it and it's high quality as fuck. It's super cool. Definitely get it. We're going to make like custom stuff too. So you can get like logos and like, if you want to put your character name on stuff, we're doing that as well. Um, I also have some solo music coming out. Yes. <laughs> called Blades. B-L-V-D-E-S. I put the A upside down to be like edgy, but like kind of funny. I love it. Um, so check that out. I have a song coming out um, in November on November 5th with a really, really, really talented artist. Her name is Mystique. Um, she's an Australian pianist who does like um, she plays like classical piano, but she also does, it's called pimped up deathcore. You might've seen some of her stuff like floating around. Oh, yeah. She'll take like Chelsea grin and just add like a bunch of. Like, oh yeah. I've seen chorus. that person. Yeah. She she's, like, a bleach blonde. she's all over. She's like a bleach blonde. Um, she always, she's usually wearing like a beanie, like in her videos. Um, and she just is like an insane piano player. So I have a song coming out with her in November. And I'm Man, really stoked awesome. on it. Awesome. Well, Christian, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We're really glad that this worked out. Thank you for, for uh, all of your information. Thanks for like being such a cool fucking dude. Thanks for being in Settle hey. Your Scores. Settle Your Scores is thank fucking you. awesome, man. Well, thank Zoom you, is about to kick us off because I'm a, a cheap bitch and I don't pay for it. So when it, uh, when it just kicks, that's <laughs> my bad. <laughs> but again, thank you so much for being here, man. You're freaking awesome. And we really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. I will. I'm down to do this anytime, and I'm really sorry for being late, dude. Like, I'm actually like really mad at myself. You're fine. You're all good. You're all good, <laughs> all right, man. No worries. We'll catch you later. All right, man. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.